In this episode, we have the honor of talking to Kendra Riley, the owner of Donning Public Relations. With nearly two decades of experience in public relations, marketing, and social media management, Kendra is an expert in media relations, brand messaging, and strategic campaign implementation. Kendra also has a remarkable story and journey from building both her successful PR initiatives, but also becoming a passionate rare disease advocate, making a significant impact in the healthcare space. Get ready for an inspiring conversation filled with insights and personal triumphs. Well, Kendra Riley, welcome to the Let This Define You podcast. It's a pleasure. I've got to know you over the last couple of months. Your story is extraordinary. So for our audience here at our podcast, do a quick intro. Tell us everybody, tell everybody who you are. Sure. Thank you for having me. It's very nice to be here. Um, I am a woman of many hats, I guess you could say. I'm a mother, I'm a business owner, entrepreneur, and advocate. Um, so it, it all you know, started with founding my own business and opening a PR agency, um, and then becoming a mother opened many other doors um, and <laughs> into the world of advocacy and, and much more. So I have my girls to thank for that. Well, we got a lot to talk about today, and I don't think the timeline we have really would do justice, but the reality <laughs> is we're going to get right to it. And let's first talk about business, Donning PR. You started it. Tell us about the journey, how you got there and all the influence that you have through Donning PR. Sure. So I was already working in the PR industry for a decade plus uh, when my husband and I, we were, you know, it was the year we were going to get married and we were thinking about, okay, we, we know we want to start a family and I didn't want to be stuck in a, in a desk job from nine to five. I wanted to be able to spend time with my children and have a flexible schedule and be able to drop them off or pick them up or what have you. And um, I'd been thinking about, you know, the PR industry and all my experience thus far and thought I could do this. So I did it. <laughs> I opened Donning PR, um, but I had another job in the meantime as well. So I started Donning PR on the side. Um, and then I think within another year or so went full, full throttle, just jumped in, um, doing my own business full time. And now we've been doing that for almost 10 years. Congratulations. 10 years. It, the podcast is called Let This Define You. So there had to be a moment where you knew I made it. When was that? I still don't think I've made it. <laughs> I still think I have so many more things I want to accomplish with the business. Um, but I mean, we're getting there. And I think in the past, literally in the past year or two, when our my business has grown so much, I think that's the point where I was like, "Wow, okay, now I'm I'm doing big things and I'm making this happen, and I want to go ten million steps further." <laughs> so you talked about not being an entrepreneur. When did you arrive in that? When did you say, "Hey, I want to do it on my on my own" versus doing it for somebody else? Um, it was more when I started thinking about you know you know starting a family, and. I knew I wouldn't get the flexibility I needed at a corporate job or at another agency. Um, I'd always be on someone else's schedule. And I knew what I did for a living. I knew it in and out. I felt confident enough that I said, okay, I'm just going to do it on my own and take the leap um, because I know it'll be beneficial later. And it definitely has been. You're a, an amazing mom and a spouse and a mother. And we're going to talk about that in a minute. And I, I love how you talk about wanting the flexibility to be a parent and, a, and put your family first. You're an advocate for women. 
How'd you come to that and say, listen, I'm going to carry the flag? Uh, you know, I think my mother's a strong, you know, independent lady, and she's always instilled that in me and um, wanted to make sure that I got out on my own and was comfortable on my own without depending on anybody else. So that was always a big thing in my life. Um, and then when I started my company, I've, I've since only hired work-at-home moms because I, I want to give other women that opportunity to have that flexibility to be a mom and have their career, too. I Love that. Uh, as a father of four daughters, happily married for almost 30 years this year, seeing somebody that says, listen, that's all I employ. That's rather unique. Where'd you come up with that idea? Uh, you know, it was just my network. <laughs> I knew a bunch of amazing women in this industry, and some of them were marketers. Some of them did PR. Some of them did social media. But I, I was already part of a Facebook group with so many of these ladies um, that I knew I could reach out to any number of them, and they hit it out of the park for our clients, and they have. And they, they've crushed it. So to tell our audience your day-to-day, -day, and that includes being a parent, raising that family, which I know is so important to you, to mm -hmm. how do you lead your business? Just expound upon that. Sure. So um, now that I have more of a team, that, that's very helpful. But my typical day would be get up with the kiddos. We're getting them breakfast, getting them dressed, getting them two of them off to school. Our middle daughter is special needs, so she stays home with us. But, um, you know, we get the other two off to school. Um, and then usually um, one of our mothers will come over to help us out a little bit so we can get ready for the day. They can hang out with Livy between 9 a.m. and 2 p.m. Either Dave and I are taking turns with meetings or work or what have you. And at the end of the day, it's time for pickup and gymnastics or swim or whatever activity they have. And then dinner and bedtime. And we do it all over again. <laughs> I, I love it. And one of the things that really drew me to you is you wear a lot of hats and you literally when you say team, it's a team effort. Everything I've ever talked to you about, it's just a team and you're, it, you incorporate your team. Uh, is there any qualities that, that that you look for or that you can say are absolutely pertinent to others that they're going to watch us and be inspired by you really would want to work on? Um, I think just confidence is the big thing, knowing that, you know, my team's entirely remote. So they're at home and I have 100% trust in them. That's another huge thing. Um, so having that trust and knowing they're confident and skillful enough to get the job done on deadline or before and keep our clients happy, I mean, that's what's making this work is that trust and the confidence that my team has. So Amazing. So tell us about Donning PR. What do they do? To, to do a, this is a commercial for your <laughs> business. Two minutes. Go. Sure. So Donning PR handles public relations and social media management for a variety of clients. It can be from the small mom and pops to nationwide brands with storefronts from coast to coast. Um, when I say PR, we're getting them on TV and newspapers and the magazines, on the radio, on podcasts. Um, and then on the social media management side, we're managing the social media presence for their brands. So posting on their Facebook, their LinkedIn, their Instagram, running their ad campaigns, things like that. Perfect. So social media is everything. I mean, let's face it. I, I learned... A, from a, a wonderful friend, Tom Graham, I hope you're watching this. I remember him saying in about 15 years ago, if you're not on social media, you're dead, you're out of it. <laughs> What's Name three or four things you have to do on social media just to positively grow your business. Uh, you have to post consistently. Uh, you, ha you have to be real and authentic 
they don't want a stock image of what you're doing. They want to see you and your team and the people behind it. Um, and use good photos and, you know, good photography. We don't want anything pixelated. Um, get all the text out of your photos. People want to see something visual and compelling. Um, that's what's really going to hook them. And, of course, using video these days is huge because that's what the algorithm is favoring. So C Certainly, certainly. What's the kiss of death when it comes to social media? Not posting and also now not advertising. Because if you're not advertising or putting some money behind what you're doing, only 10% of the people that follow your page are going to see it. Perfect. You know, I, I read this morning as I prepped for today that it says less than 1% of people on LinkedIn post more than once a week. What do you think about that? I think it's true. I hope it's changing. Um, I do see a lot more engagement from people on LinkedIn. And I think as companies realize they don't need to be on every single social media network, they're realizing which ones work for them. Um, so we have a client who is strictly in a B2B business. They were never even on LinkedIn. So now we're getting them on LinkedIn. So that's where their audience is. You know, they need all those other fellow business owners because that's their target demo. Sure, sure. You, you Is is LinkedIn your go-to? I, I wouldn't say for me. I'm okay. On, I'm personally, I'm on, Insta I'm on Instagram because I'm sharing pictures of my kids and talking about my advocacy efforts and all of that stuff. Um, but I think Facebook is still big. Um, of course, it's not as big with the younger demographic, but the older demographic are still very active and on Facebook every day. Um, so you don't want to let that go. Instagram's where you're going to get the younger audiences. And then LinkedIn is, you know, all of your professionals and B2Bs. So I always like being straight to the point on a lot of different things. But if I'm a business owner and you're literally going to say this is what you got to do when it comes to social media, what is it? Today, if you get your business is going to win or lose based on what you do today, what are you going to tell them? Well, you have to be on all three of those. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Um, and you have to advertise. Otherwise, it's a waste of time. Done. Done. You talk about Instagram and you talk about Facebook. I, I've I've had people tell me that your gray hair means you're on Facebook. <laughs> so I, I I laugh about it because actually I enjoy Facebook more than Instagram. But mm. why why do you think that uh, people have gotten that notion that Facebook is just old? Because there's all these new apps coming out too. So you know, like TikTok or whatever the Insta Lemon one is, I don't even remember. <laughs> there's there's always something new coming out that the younger generations are going to grab onto to see if it's better than what they're already using. Um, and so Instagram was instantly better than Facebook in their mind because they had that video component, and sure. Facebook didn't have that. Sure, sure. So uh, what's the do's and don'ts of, of Instagram? Because let's face it, I mean, it's, Facebook seems a little bit more conservative and what they're doing Instagram. I mean, Cripe, you can see all kinds of different stuff on there. What's the do's and don'ts of Instagram that uh, you want to do every day? Uh, well, when you're posting, you know, make sure your photos are upright. I don't know. I've seen businesses post photos sideways. It kills me. Like, make sure you know what you're doing. Have someone smart or young on your team managing your social media and doing it correctly. Because um, you don't want the pixelated photos. You want the pictures upright. You want your video to be vertical, not horizontal. Um, when you're posting your photos, you want to use all the pro appropriate hashtags. So a lot of companies will come and think, oh, well, I have a hashtag that I made up for my business. So that's the best one. That's nice for your company to keep a log of everything you've hashtagged, but that's not going to get other people seeing your post. Where do you go look for hashtags that are trending? 
Um, you can just do a search on the app, or you can Google it too. It's crazy because most people think that, as I said, I if I go and put "let this define you" and that's my hashtag, that you can actually see when you do that how many posts there are about it and. I, I always feel that people just don't take the time to study this. And it's not rocket science, but that's mm-hmm. why they should hire you. Right. Yeah. I mean, because <laughs> when done well, it, it's your advertising right there. Would you agree? Exactly. It's yeah. everything. Mm-hmm. So you talked about video. Uh, give give people, again, that business owner. I'm that business owner, and you got a minute to tell me what to do and not to do with video. Uh, like I said, keep it vertical. That's going to work for the reels on Instagram and for TikTok if you have a TikTok. A lot of brands are jumping on that bandwagon too, so that's a whole other thing. Um, but always go vertical instead of horizontal um, and, and mix up your content. So you might have a video that was professionally done or shot where it's just, you know, or even just your phone with a stabilizer going around your business showing everything. Having that little bit of footage can be one reel, but then your next reel should be you. Just talking face-to-face with your consumers and your target demos and being authentic, not having a script. It, just being real. And that's mm-hmm. I, I, that's what I love about you. You're very real. And as we go along here, people are going to see what or how real you are. Did you enjoy this conversation? To hear more, subscribe to our channel and keep an eye out for the continuation of Patrick's chat with Kendra Riley. Thank you for joining us. And remember to let this define you.